You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, sometimes your best friend, your benevolent guide in life, is just a tail wag away. Our special guest today wears many collars well in life. She's a renowned dog trainer. She is a co-owner of a seven-figure pet business, a best-selling author, a compelling storyteller, and one cool mom. She's the founder of the lifestyle brand for dog lovers called Dog Is Good. And she is the author of the international number one best-selling book on Amazon, It's called Fur-Covered Wisdom. A dog can change the way you see the world. I want us all to give pause and applause to the remarkable Gila Kurtz. Hey, welcome to the show, Gila. Hi, Arden. Oh, wow. I'm like so excited to meet myself now. Ah, (laughs) Gila, meet Gila. That was such a great introduction. Thank you so much. And it's an honor for me to be talking to you. Thank you. Hey, folks, you know, Gila is living proof that we all need to keep evolving in life and to live a life worth barking about. So listeners, I want you to call your canine chum over right now and get ready to be empowered, enlightened, and energized. Gila will unleash some fetching insights and advice right after we take this quick commercial break. So you guys know the drill. Sit, stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the All Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Gila Kurtz. She is the co-founder of Dog Is Good, and she's named among the top 25 women of influence in the pet industry by Pet Age Magazine. And let's throw this in, too. She's a best-selling author of a must-read book called Fur-Covered Wisdom. A dog can change the way you see the world. I mean, geez, Gila, you got a lot of identities. I do. I do. <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, I'm full of energy all the time. So I, um, you know, I just jump into things and, and make it happen. 
Well, that's fine with me because I like the big E for energy myself. And, you know, let's just get started. I want you to tell listeners how this Labrador pup with a very clever acronym for a name inspired mm-hmm. you to write this book. Bring it out for Bolo. Bolo, Bolo, who is uh, actually not in my office today, but Bolo is actually, I would have to call her my happiness ambassador. She is uh, (laughs) an amazing dog. And of all the hundreds and hundreds of dogs that I have connected with over my life as as a professional dog trainer and just in my role in working with dog is good. I have never met a dog quite like this one. And uh, anyway, she, Ebola, which actually stands for be on the lookout. Is perfect the, name. Yes, it's the perfect <laughs> name. Uh, not only for her, but it was actually, it actually is the name of the dog is good logo that you see on our, on our products. The little uh, dog with a canted halo to remind us that dog is good, but sometimes eh, there's a little <laughs> mischief here and there. So the story behind how she came into my life really evolved around our corporate giving program, something I'm very proud of. I was approached by the philanthropic director for Leader Dogs for the Blind a couple years ago with a request to be a company sponsor for a puppy, meaning basically when I asked what that entailed, it involved just donating money and then having the right to name a dog and getting updates and things of that nature. But as I learned further that these dogs, these puppies need puppy raisers, I immediately said, oh my gosh, well, I'm a dog trainer. This would be awesome. I could totally do this easily and bring do this through my social media. In addition to raising funds and creating a product line around Bolo, I would be able to generate PR and create awareness, not only for the role that service dogs play in people's lives, but for what they do as, as an organization and the impact that they have. So it all sounded great. Like, how hard <laughs> would that be? Well, and let's interject. You're a chick that gets up at like 4.15 in the morning and you thought, I can just handle this. Yeah. Leader dog training check, right? Exactly. And I was all excited. And it was, I don't want to give the false impression that it was nothing less than exciting. But when you are <laughs> running your company and um, you know have many responsibilities in addition to my role as a mom and the volunteer work that I did outside of my company and with her, with my daughter, and now also this self-imposed component that I place on myself about having to be the perfect dog trainer because I was doing this publicly and had such a significant responsibility. It became, as the year went on, because the dogs are with you for a year, it became... Very, very life changing. Very life changing. I mean, seriously, it rocked me to my core. I remember distinctly a moment where just everything shook out. And I was like, what is happening to me? This is just, I'm trying to do all these good things and do more than I'm capable of at this time, although I didn't want to admit it to anybody and certainly needed to keep up the appearance of being all that in a bag of chips and, and then some. And Well, that's uh, where you're, we need to say what your motto is. You finished mm-hmm. this sentence. If it's worth doing. It's worth overdoing. <laughs> and that is, that is so true of, about me as a person and always has been. And that really, as I went through a year of self-discovery through the eyes of dog, if you will, through the eyes of Bolo and what was going on, I really did have to take a step outside of myself and get out of that jar and try to look from the outside in and see what was going on. Where did this level of perfectionism come from? I mean, on many fronts, it served me well, serves me well. You know, it is why I've been able to build a successful business. It is why, um, despite moving every two years, married to a military spouse, I was able to become the go-to trainer wherever I went. There's many 
facets about being a perfectionist, uh, disciplined go-getter that do serve you. And then on the flip side, it can also be very, I don't want to say damaging, but limiting as well, because it yeah. where it really impacts is your, your intrinsic happiness, your ability to enjoy life on a daily basis and all those wonderful things and gifts that are present that you just seem to miss. So that, well, that's how yeah. people, yeah. Yeah, and, and we're going to get into Bolo a little bit more, but we do want to talk about, you got to fess up, girl. How did you meet your husband? Oh, right. <laughs> so, very interesting story there. Yes, John, as a Navy officer, was conned into being one of the contestants in a bid for bachelor fundraising option <laughs> for the March of Dimes. And I, just out of desire to meet him, decided to bid on him. And okay. with the intention that I certainly would get overbid and just have an opportunity to talk to him later. However, apparently that wasn't going to be in the cards. And I did, in fact, have to buy him at this auction. And <laughs> was, he more, was he more than a bag of kibble? Come on. He, he was worth more than the bag of kibble, and he um, he always has his little one-liner where he says, uh, she bought me, but I've been paying for it ever since. So <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah, we met, uh, you know, a bid for bachelor auction, bought him, and we were married 11 months later and getting ready to celebrate our 27th anniversary coming up. Well, I like on your website, and I want everyone after the show to dash over to Dog is Good. It's one of the easiest spelling websites on the planet, so you guys can do it. His little bio says he's married to his first wife, Gila, for 27 years. So I think there's a sense of humor. And uh, he was a Navy captain, right? For about over 20 years, right? Yeah, 27 years, uh, retired Navy captain. And uh, following that retirement, joined us, joined me rather in the business. He might have been my uh, brother's officer at a time. My brother was in the Navy for 20 years. He was uh, a CB. So he was the one that went out and built things, which is hilarious because Kevin never had a hammer in his hand when we were growing up, but he 20 years. So you never know. Wow. John and Kevin may have crossed paths. or They may very well have, yeah. Kevin's very respectful of officers, so I think there would have been no problem. If John says Kevin Moore, oh, not him. I'm just teasing. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, I'll ask later after the show. And out. we're going to get into your career. But, you know, so you're with a military officer, which means you never can keep a zip code. I'm looking at your career path before you became co-founder of Dog is Good. A lingerie, mm-hmm. home party business, skincare, mm-hmm. gourmet coffee. You were dabbling in a lot of things. You were on a journey, a search, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I would say not so much a search as much as a, a be resourceful, make things happen as quickly as you can. So my background is in education. That is what I, I got my degree in from Virginia Tech University and had the pleasure of doing and participating in as a high school teacher for two years before I did actually marry into the military. And um, again, just showing that if it's worth doing, it's worth overdoing. Earned uh, teacher of the year my first year out teaching within the school. So that was oh my cool. Yeah, wow. that was a pretty, pretty cool experience. But what I discovered was when we moved, I, there were no teaching jobs available for me. And so um, not one to be idle. I just quickly dove into some things and just for fun, thought it would be just a kick to do a home-based, party-based business selling lingerie and uh, started that. And within 10 months had built that up to like this crazy, crazy business. My, my And John even said, he's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like how much 
you know, you've been generating. And if people, when people ask me, well, how did you do that? You did this right when you moved to a new location. I literally walked up to people in the malls and just said, hi, my name is Gila. I just moved here. I don't know anybody. Would you like free lingerie? Because I would love to do a home party in your home. And uh, you they, didn't get arrested you know, by a undercover cop or something going. What, no, what's no. Going? <laughs> you know, when when you say military spouse, a lot of people feel sorry for you. Oh, yeah. Not sorry for you, but they want they want the military you. card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, they, want, they want to help you. And uh, so <laughs> I made a lot of friends and through each event, you know, was able to grow it. And um, that was that. So following that, when we made several other moves, I ended up launching a um, gourmet coffee vending business. We had five machines throughout the DC area. And I just, it was great. You know, I could just place the machines and then in businesses and then go on a little route and service them and brought my Dalmatian with me along the way where we would end up at dog parks at the end of the route. And uh, that kind of was the precipice for my jump and leap into the world of dogs. Well, you're quite a good dog trainer, and I want you all to know, folks, on her site, Dog is Good, uh, I want you to check it out. But if you just Googled Gila Kurtz and Dog is Good, you'll be able to see some of her amazing training videos. I think it was, was it Winnie, the little black lab that you were... um, Yeah, that was my friend's little black lab puppy. And, you know, it's interesting. I'm really actually, as Dog is Good grew, which it launched originally from my just deep love of dogs and and the uh, relationship that I had with my own dogs and those that I served. But as Dog is Good grew, um, my time availability to do that really became quite limited. And so I have to honestly say that in the past couple of years, I haven't trained as as frequently or as often as I would like. And that because it is such a passion of mine, working with dogs and their people, you will see more developments from that and uh, really growing the Your Dog is Good training program, which is Your Dog is Good training and coaching for both ends of the leash. Yes, and that's very important. I like that. Your dog is good and both ends of the leash because us humans, we are only human and we I probably need a little more guidance and training than the four leggers. Exactly. And I often, you know, joke it's really more about the person. But the unique twist that I'll be implementing within the program is the opportunity for people to work with me on a dog training capacity where I work with them and their dogs, but should they choose to want to pursue uh, personal growth and development, that's where the other part comes in is taking that fur covered wisdom and helping to help others or inspire others to live more simply, you know, chase after the dreams that they want, gain more clarity and keep their eye on the ball to achieve their, to create that life worth barking about that you talked about earlier. Yes. And sign me up. Seriously. I used to live in <laughs> Seal Beach. That's where you live now. I lived on I Clip, Clipper Way. I lived on wow. Clipper Way. Oh my and gosh. Uh, it's, it is a, I call it a Mayberry RFD on a beachfront in California. It is a very cool place very pricey, but there's not a lot of, well, maybe now, but there wasn't any chains, if you will. There were a lot of, you know, independently owned restaurants and places. So Waltz on the Beach is great. And there's a sushi place I like. So you're in heaven. You're in heaven on earth in Seal Beach. I am. And it hasn't changed that much since your description. And I love your description because that's what I love most about Seal Beach. It's such an unpretentious Mayberry RFD on the beach. It's fabulous. Yes. Well, we're going to be learning more about what Gila Kurtz is up to. And we're going to dive into some of the life lessons that are depicted in her book, which is called Fur Covered Wisdom. A dog can change the way you see the world. Let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. 
Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from PetLifeRadio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, it's Victoria Sewell from Animal Planet. It's me or the dog. You're listening to Overhate with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Overhate. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I love this gal. Gila Kurtz is in the house. She's the real deal. If you're a dog, a two-legged person, and even maybe a CAT, your life has been enriched and better because of this lady, maybe directly or indirectly. And you had a dog. You do still have the dog, Bolo. Do mm-hmm. you want to spill the beans about Bolo and how Bolo inspired you for this book? But what's up with Bolo? Well, Bolo, so Bolo as I mentioned earlier, it was entrusted in my care to raise as a future guide dog. Um, the organization Leader Dogs for the Blind you know, calls them leader dogs. And when I returned her following her year with me, uh, while she was beautifully trained, I was very proud of her ability to pass the obedience components of their testing, initial testing, following uh, seven weeks into their onboard program so that she could learn the work that she would need to do as a guide dog or leader dog. I got the phone call from the puppy development team telling me that she was going to be career changed. Oh, what and- a great, what a great little, uh, <laughs> that, that's like calling uh, cockroaches palmetto bugs, right? Exactly. Exactly. And so just for the for the record, you know, uh, to become a, a leader dog, it's a very difficult task for many of these dogs. And so often they, the success rate is about a 50-50. It's a really special dog that wants to work and maintain the work. And Bolo apparently didn't want to work, according to the puppy development person. And I, my first thought was, oh, just like my 17-year-old doesn't want to work. But no, I'm just joking. I, I have a lovely, I have the most amazing daughter and I'm so proud of what she's doing now. But shout um, out to Abby, Abby, Hello. shout out to Abby Kurtz, man. She is rocking it, living her passion. <laughs> I'm telling you that. And I'm just so proud of her for that. But anyway, so of course I immediately wanted to, uh, we would take Bolo back. And I just want to share though, in that moment, this beautiful, lovely puppy that was going to return to our home, my, my entire team, we were in a staff meeting and they were just beyond elated. Yay, Bolo's coming back. They were so excited. And I remember sitting there stunned and saying to the team, you guys, I need you to just hold off on this for a second. We're bringing her back, but I need a couple days to absorb this because for all intents and purposes, the puppy development director who called me while she was telling me that Bola was being career changed, she might as well have said to me, oh, thank you very much. You have just failed our program or the person who was supposed to receive her, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, these are kind of the challenges when you deal with a very uh, perfectionist 
type A personality. It was such self-imposed moment of failure in my mind and certainly something that I could not express to others because I had to keep up my appearance like, oh, okay, well. And it took me a couple of days to kind of uh, work through that. And once she returned, you know, I, in all honesty, uh, kind of felt a little downward spiral into uh, a depression. And the battle of that as I struggled to maintain the upward growth, the rapid growth of dog is good and, and all of the great things that were going on around me and maintain the perception that people had of me. It, w- it really was eating away at me inside. And that was, uh, took a moment back. I remember sitting on my bed and Bola wakes up unlike any dog I've ever met in my entire life. I mean, <laughs> she, she literally, I know there's happy dogs out there, but this is different. And I really do need to get it on video. She wakes up and it's like, she's going, Oh my gosh. It is another day. I cannot believe it. Let's take it on. This is fantastic. And she just exudes this level of pure happiness that is indescribable. And I remember sitting there thinking, I just want to wake up feeling like that. What do I need to do to do that again? How can I get that back in my life? Because I know it was there once before. And I chose to begin to start looking at the world through her and emulating her. And as I did, I saw where things were where I needed to work on myself, where I needed to work on my mindset. And I immediately started to implement change and strategies that would help me propel me forward on a personal level so that I could continue to propel my professional level with the objective of really, really making a difference in the world around me. And during that year that, you know, I'm just, still, you know, it's, it's a work in progress, you know, it's still That's not a hundred percent, but I feel like I've, I've definitely reached a different stage and uh, I'm, I'm thankful for her and for all that she has taught me. And, and a lot of it is all recorded in For Covered Wisdom. Yes. And one thing I wanted to bring up, you characterize her as your happiness ambassador. And I just finished writing a book with a doctor whose website is acthappy.com. He's a medical doctor named Dr. Dale Anderson. We just finished the manuscript for the book called Act on the Chemistry of Happiness. And I'm telling you that Bolo's chemistry of happiness helped you fake it until you could make it. Don't you agree? Yes. Oh, I completely agree. Completely agree. I really believe this wholeheartedly. I just want to say this, that, you know, we all know intuitively that we only have one life to live, but you really have a choice every single day. You do. You wake up and you will either have a good day or you can make it a crappy day, but it is completely up to you. And every day, and I, I have it right here in front of my desk, I decide, I write out exactly how I will be. Oh, good. Not what I will do during the day. Everybody has their task list. I want to really clarify for myself how am I going to be today? Because in those moments when life happens to you, that split second reaction will make or break and determine the attitude, how you affect others around you and how you end the day and if it was good or not. Well, you even say in your book, don't live your life on cruise control. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Bola most certainly took me off cruise, <laughs> cruise control. That's for sure. There's no option right. in your car of life with Bolo around for cruise control, right? Absolutely not. Well, let's get into some of the life lessons. I don't want to, we're not going to have you read the whole book. But mm-hmm. what I like about the book is you have really clever and life lesson chapter headers. I mean, keep your eye on the ball, never walk alone, be persistent and dig deep. 
celebrate the little things. And my favorite dog is my Zen. I have, for many years, I had your dog, (laughs) Zen dog. It was like a little, it was a sweatshirt with a hooded sweatshirt. And Mm -hmm. I wore that thing forever and it finally wore out. So I'm going to have to place another order. But it just, every time I looked at it, the image, it just brought me back to center. Um, So tell us a little bit about the chapters and the titles. And and I like at the end, we're going to talk about how people can get inspired and submit their own story. So this book took off. I mean, you write this book and boom, Amazon said, saluted you like a Navy captain. They did. I was so, I don't think I've ever been so excited because one of the things that I am challenged with is actually to embrace my accomplishments and really own that. And and I've been blessed to be surrounded by people who have lifted me up enough to say, girl, just own it. And so not only is it a bestseller, it literally was an international bestseller. And um, and the feedback that I'm getting from people all over writing me um, and the, the effect that it's having on them, the impact it's made, that's exactly what it's all about. That's what it means to me. That is what it was all about. And so I'm grateful for that. But so the chapters really also parallel a lot of what Dog is Good offers. The brand itself is in fact, inspired by dog. And so uh, many of the chapters, actually all of them are part of our greeting card line and some of our product line. And people can also go to the dog is good for covered wisdom and and get free e-cards with these. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Somebody buys your book and your Mm -hmm. thank you is access to eight of your dog training videos and a dozen e-cards. That's a nice thank yeah. you to your reader. Well, thank you. So, yeah. And a know, new car, too, wasn't it? Is it a new and, and, car? <laughs> and a car wrong? for you. And a oh, car for you, you and, and you and you. Everyone. <laughs> okay, yeah. my name is now Oprah. There Oprah Gila. Oh, man. You know, if I, if I, you know, that is what success is all about. When you get to the stage where you can give. To me, that's what drives me in business. It's, it's, yeah, I love that. But anyway, getting back to the, the table of contents. So chapter one launches with Chase Your Dreams, really. And I will preface this by saying every chapter talks about my dogs and shares a story that is relevant to the title. And they're often um, humorous, <laughs> as, as our dogs are. They bring joy to our life or poignant. But, um, you know, beginning with Chase Your Dreams and gaining clarity on, you know, well, what is it, this life that you want? What is it you're going after? Part of that could be, what do you want to do? But the other part of it is, really, what kind of life do you want? And then what do you need to do in order to make that happen? Um, keep your eye on the ball. I always joke that I have dog is good induced ADHD. You know, things, things are so easy initially. And then it's like a tennis ball machine is propped up in front of me and they're just beaming at me like faster than I can hit. And and how do you sort through those many balls coming at you in order to focus on the key things that are going to get you to where you need to be? Um, never walk alone. I mean, that's something that's very powerful. That's well, that's one of your, yeah, I love that shirt. I see people on the beach walking with that dog is good message. And I think that's it, important. It's so true. It is one of my favorite, favorite designs. Never walk alone. It's not where you walk. It's who walks with you. And for me, over the past uh, several years, you know, my dogs have always been my walking buddies. Obviously, it's the only time that I'm um, when I'm alone, where my head is clear and where I can focus or just be present just like they are. Um, But what I learned on a deeper level was never walk alone also means about who you surround yourself with. Uh, The famous saying, you know, from Jim Rohn, you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with could not be more true. And ensuring that your crew, your inner circle, the people that you connect with on a regular basis, are they serving you in terms of keeping you at a place that moves you forward? Or are they being of disservice and pulling you down and evaluating? Yeah. Yeah, I noticed in your book, you are an eclectic quoter. You quote Oprah, Mozart, 
Mark Twain, and get this, ladies and gentlemen, and there's no political statement here, <laughs> the, the Donald Trump, who yeah. said, if you're going to be thinking, you may as well think big. So, so um, I like that. Yeah. I like how you picked out really good quotes from different people, past and present. Well, thank you. And, 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 you know, to that quote in particular, we don't think big. We are trained not to think big. We think in terms of what we feel or believe is possible. And I challenge people to, you know, three times that. If you have an idea about what you want to do, what you want to be, what we're, you know, think bigger right. than that. And, and it feels weird to do it. But, you know, sometimes once you put it out there, man, it can it starts to really happen. I created my own pet first aid business after working with a company I just felt was not growing the way I wanted. And I have a real cat and a real dog. Gosh, does that seem simple enough to you as a business person? Don't you think someone should teach a class and have the real deal in class? Yes. But it's such an anomaly. I mean, my cat, Casey, I know he purrs, but I I think he barks a bit. I have now taught him, ready for this, the figure Mm. eight weave between my feet. Oh, that's awesome, Arden. I love it. he does it in a classroom full of people. That's awesome. But I think he's part dog, but that's okay. That's another story. (laughs) But I sold my home in California, and I moved in with my sister recently. And I did it because I am free of all these little nettling things. And I can Mm -hmm. do a book project like Dr. Dale's Chemistry of Happiness and create my own pet first aid business. So you are really inspiring, Gila, and I oh, thank you. I read this book, and now my uh, sister-in-law goes, oh, this is a good one. Can I read it after you're done? I said, yeah. It's infectious, it's motivating, it's inspiring, and it's called Fur-Covered Wisdom, A Dog Can Change the Way You See the World. And before we bid adieu, is there anything you'd like to share with our readers? Because I know they get their paws on this book. And you're encouraging them to keep going to submit their stories. So I see book two coming. Well, yes, book two will be coming. I promised my team I would not dive into that immediately. But we have a lot of cool things going on at Dog is Good and and beyond. Uh, yes, one of the things that we love is we as we've redone our website, we really want it to be a community-based website. And we would love for people to submit their stories. And they could do that by going to dogisgood.com. They can actually just find it by going to the dogisgood.com and submit stories to, to uh, me and my dog section that you just click on it at the bottom. And I, you know, would be, I would love, per, you know, for people to feel comfortable to reach out to me personally, Gila, G-I-L-A at dogisgood.com if they want to share their stories of, um, you know, personal experiences and the effects that their positive effects that their dogs have had on their life as well. I would love that too. So also with Dog is Good, we're really getting into Periscope. So we want oh, to yeah, I'm everybody. starting that too. Yeah. Yeah. We want to encourage everybody to uh, follow at Dog is Good on Periscope. Um, we have a kind of a lineup every day during the week. And uh, I'm just having fun with it and, and looking forward to, to the adventures down the road. I have to ask you, for someone named Arden, how did you get your name Gila? Gila. Gila is, a, is an Israeli name. My parents both love. It actually means joy. My middle name is Beth. And so the name Gila Beth actually means joy in the house. And I will I will secretly admit that I was less than the stellar joyous teenager. (laughs) So you you were no Abby, huh? You were no Abby. I was no Abby. Believe me, my daughter was nothing like me. But anyway, I remember distinctly once saying, I bet you wish you didn't name me Gila Beth. And my mother replying, absolutely, because you are no joy in the house right now. (laughs) But uh, no, you know, so we all we all come through on the other side uh, doing doing okay. That's just teenage life. But it is it's an Israeli name. And, you know, I'm embracing it it now as as an adult, but 
it was brutal going through school, believe me. No, no, I know because I never could get my license plate on my Stingray bike and, you know, all the other things. So we have that in common. And so having a distinctive name now as adults is is rock on, Gila. It is. It is. It is. (laughs) All right. Well, we are very delighted and honored that we have as our special guest today, Gila Kurtz. She is the co-founder of Dog is Good. Dash over there, guys, after the show. And I want you, seriously, we've we have many books out there, but this book is something that's going to be making an impact on your life. And it's written from the heart, and it's called Fur-Covered Wisdom, A Dog Can Change the Way You See the World. You are possum. Can I say that? Yes, you are you, possum. You can say that. Thank you so much. And I just want to, once again, thank you, not only for the opportunity to talk with you personally and, and to get the message out to your listeners, but I just feel grateful, and I'm really humble, and I really am honored, and um, I really appreciate this time with you. Well, it means a lot. I think you're good. And you go to Seal Beach and have a nice dinner on Waltz on me because I miss that place. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) if you go by Clipper Way, my house was on a cul-de-sac, you know. Now I have a dog named Chipper, and I think I was influenced by Clipper Way. Who knows? Oh, you know, funny. you don't that's know. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And at this time, too, I want to thank my producer, Mark Winter. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio. All the cool shows. We are the number one pet radio network on the planet. And there's zillions of them. So they're not all my relatives tuning in. And we do want you guys to go over to Dog is Good and check out what's going on. Follow this lady. You follow her, you won't step in any dog poop in life. And I mean that as a symbol. She's got you a clear path in life. And uh, I think that's nice. I'm sorry I put poop at the end, Gila. I don't know what made me do that. No, I actually, all of a sudden now my little, if it's worth doing, it's worth ever doing brain is is cycling through that going, oh, that could be something. Yeah, you can have a new t-shirt. Don't, uh, you know... Don't yeah. step in poop, you know. I'm actually yeah. going to be doing a story about the ins and outs of Poop for Dogster magazine. So maybe that's on my mind. But there you go. Or living with five dogs and doing the poop pickup. Who knows? That's another tale. But this book is great, guys. And this lady is great. And give uh, Bolo and your canines a special hug and scratch from Chipper, Cleo, Maddie, Jeannie, Gracie, and cool orange tabby Casey and me. Wow. Will do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so until next time, folks, this is your flea free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.